Golly, Brett. Did you say episode 40 before this? <laughs> Did you say golly? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite Randy Moss. Long old dang, man. Tell you what. I don't know if you, you saw the Randy Moss movie. He's like, golly. But I say that all the time. Is it 40? Is it 4-0? Yeah, 4-0. 4-0. Wow. Speaking of 4-0, I got a 40th birthday to plan. I mean, it's pretty much planned. But knowing me, it's not really planned. So, like, <laughs> I think it's planned, and then as it gets closer, it, it, it'll be like, As Whoa, it turns out. Is this a surprise, or is it... Uh, no, it's not a surprise. So, what do, what's going? What's in the works? So, it's it's my fiance's uh, 40th birthday coming up in uh, a couple of weeks. And we're going up north and uh, putting a calendar together. In fact, as we were preparing for this episode, I'm like, I have a number of things to talk about. And that was actually one of them. So, that came up organically very quickly but i was on the computer and um there's uh, one of our friends is helping me because she knows me and knows that i would have a tough time getting it done too so she's like where are the reservations i'm like i don't know emily made them so then i have to go back and like she's like well why am i doing the work and i'm like because you started doing the work because the whole point like you're not supposed to start the work because at that point you would just be getting in the way yeah yeah it's a tough world out there man you know planning parties that well at least not at this point now it's once every what 10 years so there's two things happening already so there's 40th episode 40th birthday party there's going to be a number 40 somewhere else in the episode right i mean it's it's got to be there's got to be and i don't know where it's going to come up we haven't even talked about it but i know it will i know it will right scott right brad you guys are both looking at me i i now <laughs> i feel the pressure yeah well i thought you were going to look it up yeah, I didn't want I didn't want them to hear the clicking on here, but oh, got it. Okay. <laughs> Searching the web, the fortieth thing. No, I think it'll come up. It'll I just don't up. know if the fortieth things come in threes. Like that's widely. Yeah. What do you known. think comes up when you just type forty into Google? What's the first thing that comes up? I would say Some old English. I was gonna say the square root of six something. I was gonna say a forty bottle of beer. It is a. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Like, I mean, yeah. not really. But. It's a video called Forty Percent by. Aya Nakamura. Oh, yeah, Aya. Yeah. So there you go. There's your other four. He's, he's on my playlist. Oh, yes. Is he a, I'd say playlist. I'm not sure if he uh, does math or if he's uh, I, I think a scientist she. or a well, musician. We got through, or... Listen, we got through the 40 segment pretty quickly then. So the other thing that has four in it is the 4th of July, which that weekend just passed us. A lot of traditions I think people have. I don't have much of a tradition. So I'm a divorce guy, so the kids go with mom during the fourth so that's the one week uh every year that they're with mom and i get them which is on my birthday weekend which is generally memorial day weekend so because i get them every memorial day she gets them every so i don't i don't have them but with the with the fiance and the two kids that are already there we've kind of started a new tradition which is going to the lake and uh, having a good time, which made me realize I never want to own. Do you know where I'm going with this? Uh, no. Yeah. Lake home. No. 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 Boat. Yeah. No. Boat. Boats are awful. I things. never want to know, own another one. You just got to have friends that own them. Yeah. 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 And listen, I'm happy to stroke a check for. Oh, Go uh, on. <laughs> for for gas, I was going to say. But no, I mean, I would I would punch a Venmo. What do you say? You just Venmo someone. Because you, you stroke a check, right? You can... I've never heard that. Are but... you serious? No. Well, that's another Google. Because stroking a, a check, check, I think, is Like something. a pen stroke? Actually, I did uh, tell Connor the other day. I was like, hey, listen, I nutted a drive. And he's like, what is that? 
And I'm like, that's when you hit a drive. Stroking a check is when a guy is sex texting a girl. <laughs> just as she's okay. I'm not even gonna keep reading. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, so, you are. Uh, you're off yeah. on that one. So there's two. Reasons. There's two differences. <laughs> Stroking a check and nutting a drive are both um, things that apparently I may have just made up. No, but I've heard someone else originated it, by the way, because I heard that from someone. Let me get back on topic here with the boat thing. So does that nutting a, ch- a drive mean that you fire one into the woods? Well, I'm not going to get back on the boat thing if you keep asking me about nutting drives. <laughs> All right. But the, the, the problem with owning a boat is that there is a lot of maintenance, even for a new boat. And, and for whatever reason, boat gas is like twice as much as car gas. Apparently, well, if, you're, if you're docked, where are you going to go? Well, I get it. Supply and demand. It, it feels like kind of gouging but it's always been that the, way the tanker truck doesn't have to like it's always been that way though i know but why again like i can either <laughs> i can either like haul a bunch of pails down to the lake or i can pull my boat out of the lake just to take it to a gas station to save what two dollars a gallon of gas oh, or like, i can just get gas in the marina where they gouge you right it just doesn't seem right just doesn't seem right that it's you that pay for the much convenience. more mm-hmm. expensive because the trucks when they're putting the gas in the ground or wherever however they fill up gas stations here's what's crazy when last time i owned a boat feeling like uh it was just over the top to be paying four dollars a gallon for gas <laughs> <laughs> yeah where did did i did i know you when you owned a boat no i had a pontoon which is was oh, epic. that's amazing it was a it was a two-story pontoon what it had a bathroom in it right and so i i i, I got into the bathroom and i uh, i cut a hole in the side of the pontoon so i could put a generator in there so the bathroom is now not i thought that was the toilet <clears throat> right and then uh and then I converted the kitchen, so I had a kitchenette in there. I converted the kitchenette to a DJ booth, and then on the ba- top of this thing, it had four uh, speaker mount poles, and so I could put the four speakers up on there, run the generator, and we roll into party. I had no Cove, idea Brad were... like lived this life back before <laughs> I knew him. Like, yeah, it's, it's that epic. was like speaking of sorry July, for partying. One of my one of my all time favorite Fourth of July parties. So we we're rolling into Party Cove down in Coralville, Iowa. Right, right between Iowa City and Cedar Rapids. We're rolling in. Vegas of the Midwest. And, and and the pontoon maybe went three to five miles an hour at like top speed, right? So like we couldn't but I I'd have like twelve people on there. And uh so we go rolling into Party Cove and we just cranked on like right as we're rolling in, cranked on uh Neil Diamond coming to America. So we come mm. roll into the Party Cove. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and like every like the, the things were super loud so everybody else just had like their boat speakers on everybody turned it down whenever we were there we were the audio system for for the entire party right. stroking checks exactly <laughs> but i will go with you because that thing like it was old and yeah. that thing didn't need a lot of maintenance so that was nice but like i had a brand new jet ski that thing was a absolute money pit the worst yeah, and transport, storing it, getting like a slip, all the maintenance that comes with the boat just seems like having friends with boats is much way to go. Yeah, is the much better way to go. Leave your friends with boats cash because it's expensive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's very expensive. It's very expensive. So, Fourth of July weekend, we had some time on the uh, on the water. There's a couple big lakes in Minnesota aside from the other eleven thousand that maybe aren't as big. Um, so it's a so it's a ton of fun to just you know, boat cruise, uh, sunset, especially you know eighty five ish degrees. It was just a 
it was just a gorgeous weekend in the in the Midwest. So we had a we had a really good time, but it just it just reiterated each time I was on a boat. Like I just never want one of these. So my Fourth of July story here. So I, I golfed a couple times and same. Ended up, uh, I was like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna go get uh, I'm gonna go get a few new wedges. So head down to you know PXG and gonna go check out their wedges. And hour and a half later, I walk out of the whole new bag, full bag. <laughs> Did you really <laughs> talk me into you like, PXGs? <laughs> and the in the in and what's funny is because again, truly just going in for some wedges, right? Wanted to get fitted, bend, you know, figure out my angles a little bit, get these. You know, I needed to figure out 75 yards. I don't have 75 yards in my bag. So I was like, I need to figure out 75 yards. And it's like a seven iron for you, I think. <laughs> but, you know, so hour and a half later, it's like, it's kind of like we talked about, Brandon, like silent auctions or anything like that, where it's like there's something like that catches your eye and they, you know, it doesn't take much convincing to say, all right. So, yeah, so now I got to figure that out. But so I got a full bag coming my way and um, all because I had a kind of a shitty What's the delivery golf. date? Because those things are like etched, right? Like, I just got noticed. So I, I went and got fitted on Saturday. And got delivery notification today. Oh, that is, it's going to the store, and then I'm going to pick it up from the store. Where's the store? Southdale. Okay. I just put a new store. I put a store in there. Fitting store. Yeah. Check it out. It's a cool store, too. Yeah. I'm not getting PXGs. I don't think there's any way. I'm Titleist guy. I didn't, wasn't any guy. I just was like, hey, I saw no, that you this just, you went to. You're like everyone else in the country right now. You're just like, cash ain't a problem. It's just the <laughs> <laughs> supply, supply chains are yeah. like... So, anyways, that's, that's kind of a, I'm a sucker that way, man. Just I, I, good for you, man. Congrats. Thanks, man. That's awesome. New new irons. I, now I would irons so driver I'll, I'll, wedges four hybrid three wood. Although I wouldn't buy a boat, I would buy new irons on a pretty consistent basis. Yeah. But there's not a lot of maintenance there. No. And if I lose one, I just go get another one. 150 bucks. Well, not for you. It's like 750 bucks. But no. Um, <laughs> they got different tiers. I I, I kept it uh, kept it modest. So that's cool. Yeah. How are you, Brad? Uh, did you guys do fireworks? No. I don't no. do I don't do mosquitoes, man. They make bugs spray. Yeah. Not for this guy. People. What's your blood type? Uh sweet, sexy. Yep. Yeah, I found out found out mosquitoes like like certain blood types. And then I looked mine up. Yep, mine's the one. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> well, Brad, what did you do? Because you were down at your cabin, right? Or your yep. camper down there? You got you guys probably brought, pulled out some fireworks or your neighbors well, did, I'm sure. Lots of, well, the campground, for good reason, doesn't allow uh, personal fireworks, which is, I'm actually thankful for that, uh, <laughs> given, we got given the fact that dogs. The, uh, the campsite does allow alcohol. So uh, that probably wouldn't mix very well. But uh, yeah, no, we, we spent a lot of time at the pool and... Uh, Finn loves those water slides, so nice. six, seven hours a day at the pool, and we saw the, uh, there's a little city nearby Waterville called Elysian. We, we could see their uh, their fireworks, so that was enough. I'm just glad it landed on a Monday, too, right? Nice long weekend from work, and you're not trying to figure out what day of the week to, you know, if it's a Wednesday, you're like, well, should I take it the weekend before or the weekend <laughs> after? You can, you can tell, too. Like, so I got back to work today, and uh, everybody who had a, Everybody had a pretty good idea that they were going to be, you know, ready to go on Tuesday. It, this morning, just the meetings, everything that was still left, all fell off. Of I, course, I yep. had several. I, I ended up with one meeting today. Yes, because no one did anything. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then I got a couple of like, you know, a couple of employees that like yesterday submitted uh, out of office requests for today. Right. Right. Good. 
Yeah. I, I, you know, if you do work these days, these are great days to work. It's That's like a good point. My favorite never... week of the year to work is the week between Christmas and New Year's because there's nothing. Yeah, and I think the – I think the uh, Friday after Thanksgiving is a really – that's my favorite one to work because you don't – you'd never work past like noon yeah. or one o'clock because everything shut down mm-hmm. after that except for like retail stores. Unfortunately, I don't work retail anymore. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Shout so. out to Structure. <laughs> oh, Marshall Fields, this guy. Did you work at – oh, yeah, Marshall yeah. Fields. Did Bef- you really? Before Dayton or after Dayton's before Macy's. Yeah, so I worked there. Did we work there together? Oh, Ridgedale? Ridgedale? Yeah. No. Rosedale? No, I worked in Ridgedale. Hmm. That's crazy. I didn't know that. How did I not know that? Uh-huh. It was my That's home weird. mall growing up. What? Ridgedale was my home mall. Nice. Yeah, it was mine too growing up. Nice. Living in New Hope. God. Speaking or of Joe, Rosedale. <laughs> no Hope, baby. You, no Hope, you, baby. Have you been to Rosedale recently? No. It's not unrecognizable. Yeah. Unrecognizable. Unrecognizable. Really? Yeah. We went there, uh, did a work thing, and went and did like that super expensive, like $500 a session, like uh, the virtual VR. Re- yeah, virtual stuff, reality. Yeah. Which, like they've got like fans that blow in there and everything else. It, it takes a good Wait, half what is hour this? to tell get. Me, tell me more. I forget the name of the place. What do you do? Give it a shout out. You go in there and like you, you've got like up to like eight people in this group, and there's like different scenarios. It's so like a metaverse? Sort of, yeah. So, but you're in an augmented reality. Augmented reality, with multiple people. Yeah. And like you've got like you know the fingertip stuff and, and you've got the, stuff all over you your body. So goggles. Yep. Yep. Not in drives. Yep. And then like <laughs> like there's like fans in the room. Like so like you know like a Good. door will open and like the fans turn on for a second. So like it you know it feels like real. It's like, like the Oculus, but yeah. like yeah. with more special effects. Stuff, yeah. yeah. Okay. And what did you do? Oh, some haunted house with zombies. In fact, you know, so... Did you kill them? Was it like yeah, a game Yeah, where they were trying like, to like shoot them and like you're shooting, yeah. like there's rats coming and everything else. I didn't actually do it. I just watched because we had a couple of extra people. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I was standing there and like the uh, the guy came over and like he was he would talk to him every once in a while. And I watched how he... I watched the button that he pushed to be able to talk into the little microphone. So then I waited till he walked away. And, like, you know, I'm like... <laughs> Joe, watch out behind you. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you could see the people, in, and I would go out there and actually like touch them. Yeah, they frowned on that, but I was having a good time. HR is all over that touching. <laughs> it was appropriate touching. Yellow zone or green zone? That's what we have at work. Green, mm. yellow, red. Right? You don't want to be in the red zone. No, not at work. We don't have color codes. Oh, really? Hmm. We we have smells. This smells fishy. So what else? We had uh, kind of a busy weekend, you know. We've you know NBA was kind of hopping a little bit. We had uh, the draft, the draft since we've last talked, and then uh, talk about that draft for a second. Though, is it just not confusing as hell to watch that thing with these teams that are drafting players, and then oh. you know like the trade has been made, but the NBA so, has t- to like approve it or something. Yeah, or? T- Tyler, who's been on the show with us here a couple times, he was talking about it. he's a big NBA guy, <clears throat> and he's like, you know, you watch the NFL and the teams that trade for the picks, they actually own the picks, right? Yeah. So, like, the Jets, are they, they've got the Packers pick, right? They draft the player. The player goes there. It's its kind of, you know, you've got a bunch of that same trading in here, but the, the original owner of the pick actually drafts the player. So it's weird for sports guards. 
right? Because now I got a picture of some guy who's never going to even go to that city. Yeah, you're taking that kid's moment away. You're too. taking his moment away. Yeah. yeah, Silver needs to figure it out because it's 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 confusing. It's almost unwatchable. It's yeah, it's bad. And like this this drafter was probably no shit like twenty trades. Well, yeah, I you know I was talking I was trying to talk to him about uh, kid from Purdue coming to the Timberwolves, and he's like, well, yeah, we. We didn't actually draft him because I'm watching on my phone. Oh, yeah. gotcha. At Finn's baseball game, I'm right. like, "Oh man, like, all right, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta rethink, you know, what I think about this guy, Jaden Ivey." And 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 just like that, it's like, "Oh, well, he he actually got drafted through the Timberwolves pick for somebody else." It's like, "All right, that's just it's it's." So if you're watching virtually, then it doesn't make sense either. And it used to be a big deal. It used to the NBA lottery picks were fun. Like that mm-hmm. was an event. Like yeah. the, I mean, it was bigger than the NFL draft for a long time. Mm-hmm. I would agree. So. Yeah, it's definitely taking a backseat. The NFL's really, you know, for all their flaws, the NFL's really figured out how to uh, make the draft. Oh yeah, they're going from draft or combine right to the draft, right mm-hmm. to OTAs, right to the spring training. Yeah, and you got all these teams that have watch training. parties, and you know they're they're kind of sharing the love around you know it was cool when it was at soldier field yeah uh, <laughs> right you know it's in, what it was in vegas this last year yeah yeah so different venues spreading it around a little bit yeah the nba draft with two rounds it's just kind of meh so before we got started you guys started a little conversation that it, you know you between uh with the timberwolves picking up rudy gobert mm-hmm. and more you know essentially giving up uh covid fingers well, so was it four first round draft picks oh that plus, was him mm-hmm that's plus, awesome. Plus the uh, Kessler, the guy we picked up in mm-hmm. the first round. So technically five first round picks. Mm-hmm. And then Beverly and Beasley? Yeah, four Beasley. five four yeah. five other players. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a huge, so, huge trade. But the but the fact is these superstar players, like Gobert led the league in rebounding. Three time defensive player of the year. Yeah. I mean he's a he's <laughs> we definitely he's lack in defense. Yeah. Awesome. So he's not gonna suck next year. And even if he got injured. He'd still have a ton of trade equity. So, Brad, you and I were, t- were talking, and you were like, does this smell of like the Herschel Walker trade? And at first glance, it kind of does. But in the NBA, I feel like the draft picks are not as um, – Joe, you going to the bathroom? <laughs> I thought I was pouring myself a cocktail. I was like, oh, that sounds a little the, uh, the, the The fact is I think the players hold a lot of equity. So mm-hmm. if, if for whatever reason we wanted to go back or any team wanted to go back into rebuild mode, that you could get a ton of – draft mm-hmm. picks for that particular player remember that these these rosters are not 40 or 50 people deep they're like 12 deep yep yeah i think the Timberwolves too you know they've got a history of uh <clears throat> they've got a history of kind of maxing contracts too so un- invariably and i don't know enough about it to to be terribly intelligent on this but you just you, you let a lot of players just walk right and you can you can rebuild a different way uh, yeah, yeah it, it's it's tough i think and maybe it's different from league to league but it is tough to see that that uh you know we're not going to be unless we trade into it we are not going to be involved on the first day of the draft yeah but look at like 2027 that's, that's what golden state does right like yeah. now like since the steph curry pickup like i don't think they've drafted in the first round more than once or twice they right. trade their picks they get free agents and they they just go to play right Seems like it works right mm-hmm. for them <clears throat> yeah, if you can put together a, and this is something that the Timberwolves really have not ever had, maybe for one fleeting moment in 2003, but they've never really had a culture. And they're also competing against the fact that there are players, for one reason or another, 
and the climate's not necessarily working in your favor, who do not want to come and play in this uh, for this franchise with these players. And so if you can, if you can, yeah, I would agree with that. If you can find a way to make you know to make the clubhouse appealing. And J Lo's not part of that clubhouse anymore. But you, yeah. but you have to do that because yep. I mean, if places like Milwaukee can win a championship, yep. then any place can, any small market team can yep. win a championship with I'm the with right you. culture. I think that any team that that is able to create a culture that players will, you know, and, and Twins had it for a while with their pitching coach that just went back to LSU. Yeah, and that was unfortunate too because there were veteran players, good players, that wanted to come and play in Minnesota simply because they wanted that coaching dynamic right. but you know you they got were a good in tears when he left yeah yeah you got a good clubhouse you, you know and, and and culture of winning also helps too but if you can if you can figure that out and you've got a bona fide superstar like a johnny to to, to rally around there and i like i mean i'm a, I'm an a-rod fan yeah. like that guy keeps together he's you know he focuses on a ton of things that i feel like i would want to focus on like he he stays relevant. He stays relevant. He's he he uh, he prioritizes health. He prioritizes success. Prioritizes his family. Like there's a lot of things. Like you could call him a douche for sure. Like he's always out there and he's promoting himself. Yeah. Like there's no question about that. But he takes everything really seriously. And I've you know he's got a culture of winning. And yeah. I think people see that. And I, I think it's awesome. The the leagues are all so different, right? Because like the NFL. You're not gonna, you're not gonna trade a good offensive weapon and get a ton of equity for it. No. And the big reason is, like you, you, you draft a running back and he has like a phenomenal four year career and like top of his game. You're not gonna get a ton of equity because he's probably got like two or three good right. years left. Where in the NBA, like, like these kids are starting their pro. Like Anthony Edwards is like 22 years old. Yeah. So Eight years before thirty, if the math is right, <laughs> and then he's probably got some time after that. I mean, he's already going about, into his third year, and he's yeah. only twenty-two years old. Yeah, Gilbert's yeah. yeah. thirty years old, so I mean, that's not exactly a spring chicken. No, it's still, not. But he's yeah. got three, four, five yep. good years. Yeah, I mean, it's on the defensive side of things. Where, it's the different. way he plays. Yeah. yeah. If if it was a defensive player, if it was an offensive player, excuse me, I think it'd be a little bit different. Correct. If he was cutting and he's hard on his knees, but this guy's just. He's a Eiffel Tower, man. Yeah. So speaking of leagues, pretty monumental. What do you guys think about UCLA and USC? Oh my God! Being in the Big Ten. When I first saw that, I thought it was a joke. Well, and you know, you, you saw it, and it was like rumor, whatever. It's like like. And then Washington the next day, it was yeah, done. Yeah, though you're like, okay, if it's if it's leaking out, it's done. Yeah, then it's it's uh I. My take on it was purely like, okay, if we, if if we being the Big Ten, right, if if the Big Ten didn't do it, somebody else was going to do it. Yeah, and it's going to be down are, to four conferences. Those are your flagship schools in that conference. Yeah. And now Oregon wants to follow. Yeah. To the Big Ten, I mean, you're going to have to. You're probably going to need Dame. to have twenty. Notre Dame. Notre Dame has been a. Thing. I know you you watch what you, what I like about being in the Midwest here though are these teams that are going to be now value or benefit because. They're not traveling West Coast to East Coast, right? I think that's going to be yeah. the biggest impact. So, of... so Iowa State, Minnesota, Purdue, like there are some teams that are going to benefit from having that other recognition on their football programs, right? That aren't historically. Well, like... Iowa State won't because they're still in the Pac-12, but Iowa will. Oh, <laughs> right. No. You, so, you beat me to it. I was waiting. <laughs> so, but Big Ten teams, yes, in who haven't had a history 
of strong recruiting classes probably love that. It's an interesting take, you know, I, I, to, to what degree it opens up that recruiting avenue. I mean, I, I, it, it definitely does, right? Because now you're going to have, you already have New York and Chicago markets in the Big Ten. Now you've got California. California, right. Right, so, so in my opinion, I think that the Big Ten, if they're looking out there for different teams, they're probably looking for, and it's it's too bad probably that you know Texas and Oklahoma are already bolting for the SEC, but you're probably looking for a Texas school to open up you know the Dallas and Houston areas. Now you've got literally every major market in the country in your conference, right? I say the biggest impact's going to be to the non-revenue generating sports, if anybody cares. But like the ones that are like you know, are they going to put hockey programs down there? Are they going to put like the Arizona State's going the, they have volleyball programs down there like mm-hmm. are these schools now that they are in the big 10 they can't go and play in what were they in the what were they in before the pac-12 yep yeah like well, they're no it, longer can compete in those which i think is the probably the biggest reason why before too terribly long you will see <clears throat> two more schools join the big 10 one to expand the you know and notre dame is always out there right I mean, yep. they're gonna have to pull up stakes in, in acc hockey they'll have to forego their nbc contract but the shifting culture of these other conferences and their television contracts may put leverageable, you know, force on that. Who knows? It's a it's a hell of a contract, right? And the Big Ten has not been willing to uh, to to back off on that. No, um, and hold that separate. But I think you're going to have to have two more teams in the Big Ten. So now you've got two divisions of ten, where you've got basically east and west, right? And you're going to you're going to pretty much stay. Are there 18 Big Ten teams? There right? are now 18 Jeez. Big Ten teams. Um, with, with, these, with the addition of these two. Wow. So now what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to kind of yeah, split those divisions up, especially for the small sports. Basketball, you're not going to want to travel all over the place. You're going to try to keep it, keep it relatively regional. But, I mean, that's going to be a, <laughs> it's going to be a hell of a conference tournament. Wow. Think about yeah, USC versus Ohio State. That was the national championship game. A number of years ago, yeah. right? I mean, it, it'll be fun. I, I, whatever, you know. Yeah, but as far as recruiting goes, it's an interesting question because I mean, you've got if you're if you're a field hockey player or a volleyball player or even a basketball or a, a baseball or, or football player in California, and now you're watching the Big Ten Network instead of you know the the, the Conference of Champions the. Back to all, I I want to hear what Bill Walton has to say. By the way, but uh, you know, if if you're watching it now, you see like Indiana or right. Indiana football, or you know, you know, one one of these. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know I don't know what it does I I don't know what it does for for example for Minnesota football. Well, it'll be it'll be exciting to watch. I mean, when any when any league has a disruption or an update or something happened it's i mean it makes for interesting tv that's for sure a couple i mean this is the time of year where leagues by the way are being formed and crashed and altered and yeah owners we've, in owners out we've, we've talked a lot about uh live golf and the fact that that's uh that, that's kind of disruptor and a new league and and it's uh it's july so this is when we actually start to think about fantasy football mm-hmm. right i yeah. mean that's uh that's- that's, I don't think uh, so. For this, so for I wonder in terms of how many fantasy leagues are out there. How many of them have at least one new owner each year? And I would bet it's ninety-eight percent. 
That'd be my best guess. I'd, really? I'd go under on that. Like we'll if go one on 14, 15 years. And we do this every year. We, we go around the – how many teams do we have? Do we, or is it 12. 10, 12. We've still got, what, seven OGs. originals? Yeah. And I don't think anyone knew this year, at least from – we haven't really sent the confirmation email yet, but I don't think we had one last year. Or no, we kicked one out last year. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we had somebody – well, we had somebody move. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's but that that you've got a couple of teams that have turned over three, four times. Yeah, it's right. hard. It's hard finding that one that's gonna stick. So, and Brandon, this is you know but like this t- time, Tony, but, Tony, right? Like he he was not original, but he's been in for ten years. Yeah, he wasn't original. No, no, he wasn't at all. Yeah, he wasn't at all. There's uh, it's a. I mean, it's a. I think every especially dynasty fantasy football league has a, has a story. Yeah. Right. So I'm glad, I mean, I, I think it's cool. I would recommend to people if you're passionate at all about fantasy football, like to get in a dynasty league. Cause it feels like, yeah, it almost feels like you have equity in the, I mean, you do cause you own the entire thing. You couldn't really sell it on the open market, but we could create an exchange maybe where you could value your, <laughs> yeah. your team. Like Sinkowski's team, that, that thing would be worth like, Two bills in, uh, in, in our league, maybe three bills. He does, a, he does it with just scraps too, man. He, I don't he's know, like he the doesn't. New York Giants. Yeah, they're, just, they're never going to dominate the league, but they're going <clears> to <throat> they're going to get into the playoffs occasion. and just win the Super Bowl. You know, about every eight years or so. It's but rough. one thing we one thing we implemented what a couple years ago that you know other leagues may want to consider is the what is it the uh, you win two years in a row you, you know the progressive pot. Mm-hmm. To, to try to keep uh, you know you've invested this money and you know that's a that's an incentive to, to keep owners too so I guess I put it in Bitcoin so it's like fifteen percent of the value that you're like surprise everybody uh, you yeah <laughs> it's original Bitcoin value is yeah. but it's no, gonna make the, transferring the money a lot easier that's true yeah, <laughs> yeah go to, you can go to Cub Foods and <laughs> draw it from an ATM over there. But this is also the one time where Brandon as co-commissioner, we have three commissioners in our league, and this is the the, the and time kind of year. An assistant commissioner, too. yeah, two, three and a half. That's how much. <laughs> that's how complicated this league is. Maybe we should learn from that in terms. Of we we need three and a half commissioners. I think there's actually two alternate commissioners, by well, the way, because there's also like there's also a trading committee. Yeah, in, within the constitution. <laughs> So. Yeah, but this is the time of year where Brandon has one job. <laughs> yeah, it's he's almost that time. He's got a 40th birthday party, so we may want to oh take my that goodness. Well, Hold on, and a wedding, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. So we should probably lock in a date now because, again, he doesn't necessarily pick the date. He, he tries, and he gets an email out. We have to push him to get the email out, though, a couple you know, reminders. But he, he sends the email out about the draft. He usually hosts the draft, and then that's it. That's it. Well, usually once or twice during the year, you are both busy, and I have to like respond to one thing. So I will say this: to be you, fair, you do have one other very important job, and that is at the beginning of the draft. It's your job <laughs> to try to get your rule about kick return yards implemented. <laughs> yeah. uh, and he's our treasurer, which you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't think any money has actually exchanged hands since last year, of the four. But uh, oh yeah, one, Kyle asked about that. One day, oh, was he one of the four? Yeah. Okay, so I'm like yeah, you usually get it right before the. So <laughs> yeah, so two didn't pay last year. Oh boy. And then okay. I was the other one. So 
So Kyle is the is the one that is in arrears. Uh, notice has been sent to the league office. <laughs> nice. Uh, tell him not to get any representation, because <laughs> otherwise uh, we'll counter that, and he'll have to pay a legal fees if they. Well, yeah, because uh, then he's also like the the draft uh, genie. The draft, yeah. He, yeah. So, he, so he steps into like kind of a what consultant role, and he runs the uh, draft the, the techniques behind yeah. the draft. So yeah. I feel like one of the things that a, a good league has to have is people who are able to facilitate a number of different things. Mm-hmm. Like I may be an includer, an arranger, facilitator. You guys are definitely facilitators, and I was gonna say executioners, but that's wrong. That's not good. We're operators. So Adam it's like... takes care of the winning. <laughs> yeah yeah that would be execution for sure um yeah but kyle's good on the on the on the technical stuff it's a good group like everybody participates everybody... and the, like i think if you watched our draft now it's smooth yeah it is for an auction dynasty like it's smooth it's kind of fun to watch as an outsider you'd be like yeah that's how i want my dynasty yeah. league ran like that efficient. Yeah, really the only trouble we have each year is with the the Wi-Fi, just making sure we always get that one or two people that just can't like can't follow up. Well, yeah, it's cuz cuz Brandon's stepdad's like on a boat in the <laughs> freaking Amazon or something trying oh, to trying to yeah, draft. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Well, <laughs> uh, I think it was Alaska. Yeah, Amazon, Alaska, bit. both days. True. Has Kamara been taken? Yeah. It's it's the third hour of the draft. Yes, Kamara's been taken. <laughs> Yeah, Jer. <laughs> Ooh, number one pick this year. Oh man, who does? Who was the last? Per, who was in last place? Well, no, I'm just saying what player. Oh, uh, I think you got to go, Derrick Henry. Number one pick in a, uh, in just a regular snake. Draft. Yeah, just a regular snake draft. If you're doing, that. I think you got to go. Maybe Derrick Henry. Um. Yeah. yeah. That's a tough one. I, I I still think that there's enough parity between the quarterbacks now. Like you Is can, Cooper Cup like top six? Mm. First round? Yeah, first round. For sure? Back half of the first round. I'm not even sure he's the first receiver taken. I'd take probably, probably take Debo Samuel over Cooper Cup. Is someone like, well, it's a dynasty league, so Najee isn't available. No. Fantasy Pro so has Henry at number two, one person ahead of him. Okay, hold on. Mm. Joe, you get one more guess, and then okay. I'm going to steal it. All right. I'm going to go with um, uh, quarterback. No. Running back. Running back from the NFC? AFC. AFC. Wow. AFC. Uh, holy smokes. Uh, I'm, this was not like a I would not have guessed 20 this. questions. Yeah. Well, I know. I'm just trying to, you know. So I'll I'll, I'll give you a hint. So it's it's I running back. Here are the top five running backs. Right. Five up. Dalvin Cook's at five. Eckler's at four. McCaffrey three. Henry two. I I wasn't listening. Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about JT. Is that what you're gonna say, Brandon? Of course. Of yeah, course. Of course. What I was gonna, gonna say. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you've ever impersonated me on yeah. the air before. That was not that, was that bad. Yeah, well, of course that was I was going to <laughs> I mean, I don't know about the accent, whatever that was, but definitely like the, you do the conjecture have a bit was pretty of a good. Texas accent. Yeah. Hmm. I've been told I have an accent. I thought I was thought it was more East Coast. Though, well, he maybe. was riding on horses with people that ride horses, or what was he? 
What is he doing to real horse people? Real horse people? Yeah, he's he's a, he's one of them now. So I have seen it. I'm a cowboy. I'm a cowboy. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad there's a lot of uh, summer left. I mean, July 4th is past us, which kind of marks for me halftime as it relates to yeah. summer. But that means we got a good uh, good half to go. So uh, I'm excited for the rest of summer. I'm excited to watch live golf. I'm excited to see how the uh, well the NBA doesn't start till freaking. October. Well, you, just to cut you in there real quick on the Live Golf, you see PGA came out now. They're going to do like these like four events where it's shotgun start. They're late. Or... They're too late. Exactly, right? Like, get your own. They're like Blockbuster to Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I didn't know this about the the PGA, that they they consider themselves an, an organizer. So all of the individual athletes are not, you know, obviously, employed by teams or anyone else for that matter, or the PGA. They're independent contractors. They don't have all the benefits that a you know traditional employee has. So if that's the case, like why wouldn't you take money? Yeah. yeah. I, I the only thing the, that's holding you there probably is just the the tradition of the, the the history of like the league records and that kind of stuff. So maybe more senior players would want to. I mean, but maybe. really, majors are the only thing that matter. Yeah, and you can play all the and majors. Can, three of them. Yeah. The and the yeah, except the PGA Championship. But the but the fact is like the the records could be events like how many events did someone win and they might not yeah. be pga tour events but there's usga events there's i mean i don't i i'd definitely go with it i mean the money that's like generational wealth for your family i mean the traditions are especially if you're not like the top 10 group right you're that next 40 yeah but i think i mean they even got i think they got two top teners yeah, well, I'm just three, saying, like, well, more guaranteed money for your non-top tier, right? The guy that just won, Brendan Grace, mm-hmm. for you know four point two million dollars. Yeah, that was half as much as he's won in an entire career. Right. Yeah, in a dozen years. It's crazy. In one week. So I mean, I you know they got to get they got to get TV rights or they got to or YouTube's got to figure out like their own sports channel. That's way overdue. Um. And, and they need to broadcast that because the the YouTube thing it's high quality it's fun it's it's good to watch but I yeah. don't get it like there's a bunch of icons on the left oh, and they're the on teams. a team and yeah. I don't get really how the team thing works they draft yet. every week it's cool who like, drafts though they choose they choose captains and, and they, the, every single player because there's what 54 yeah every single player gets added to a team and then they just like snake draft yeah well, well, they, uh, yeah, well, when the captains they, just pick when before the tournament, they get. I know, they, but like, what I, day? I don't know. If they don't televise it or anything along those lines. I don't know what day, but it's it's cool that way though. It's like there's, I don't know how they choose the captains if it's like the top four players or something or what. Yeah, so but, I feel like that's that part should be laid out a little bit. Yeah, they better. could make a whole event out of the draft. But the coverage is pretty good. The commentators are not great. No, um, everything. She was like, there, like there was this like nice little chip shot. You know, I put it probably three feet from the hole. Of the woman commentators, like I live for this. Yeah, and I don't like I don't like. I was people like, who, come on. I'm in sales, so I don't like people who try to blow smoke. Like all yeah. weekend, I was like, there's so many people here, it's just packed. I'm like, no, it's not. I no. can see every hole. I don't know if you guys <laughs> yeah. notice this or not, but the cameras show the number of people there. Yeah. And although it seems like there's definitely more people on that course than there would be if there weren't professionals there, but it's not like no packed. No. So don't tell me like. There's so many people there because I can see. I have eyes. It's a great time of year, though. It's a great time of year. 
It is. It is. So, and we have plenty of uh, summer left. I think we need another state fair episode. So we'll mm-hmm. have, well, yeah, we'll have one of those coming up. Now we're gonna have to uh, do something uh, other than Iowa. I mean, we can talk about it, but we'll. Um, well, maybe we'll get out to the Texas state fair. Texas is a big one. Maybe we'll get Texas as a crew. Arizona. We'll get out to the state fair. Get some. Uh, maybe we'll do some video commentating on the food and there do go. like some some food reviews of the state oh, fair. Yeah, or beer reviews. Yeah, I'm fine with that too. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. It's been a riot. It always is. 40 was good. 40, 40 was good, and we had a third 40 come up. It came a lot quicker, uh, just like someone else I know, uh, than, I, than I thought it was going to. But. Nothing, those, nothing those drives, man. <laughs> and if you end it in the next 15 seconds, this episode will be 40 minutes long. Oh, my nice. gosh. So I, right. I don't think we need to count down. I just think we need to reiterate the fact that we appreciate everyone who's who's hanging out with us. And Until next time. Joe Young.